Something I'm learning as I'm going through and building a business, and I don't think of it like, oh man, I'm an entrepreneur, I build a business and I do all this stuff. It's, I, I don't like that shit. I don't resonate with it. I'm not like a business person. I don't particularly want to be known as a business person. I don't really care what I'm known as, but I, I don't. I don't have any aspirations to be like, oh, this guy's this guy's a business guy. I I'm not I'm not that's not my goal. I want to do cool shit. I want to make something cool. I want to I want to build a business that is a good business. I want it to make me decent money. I want it to uh, give me cool opportunities. I want it to give me the freedom to be able to make music, to be able to make podcasts. Maybe we go on and skits or sketches whatever we do but I just want I want to do something that I enjoy building and I enjoy growing and all this stuff and part of it is doing uncomfortable shit and like everybody says that's where the growth is I know that everybody kind of knows that just uncomfortable but really when I'm when I'm going through and I'm doing this stuff you kind of end up going through the motions sometimes like you show up and Half the time, that's all you can do, right? Is like, you're not going to show up every day and be like, boom, I have the best idea today. But sometimes you just got to show up and keep working at it. But then sometimes the reason why I stop doing that is because you end up working your ass off and you keep doing these things and then you just find yourself in a rut and you're not moving forward. And part of what I realize sometimes when I end up there is that I'm in my own way. And I, I get in my own way in a lot of different ways. And pro- like right now, today, the main one that's, that's myself getting in my own way is thinking of myself from another person's point of view. In, in a sense, it's giving a shit what other people think or how they perceive it or what they're going to say about it, or will they approve of the quality? Because then you end up getting in this weird perfection zone. And when I get in this perfection zone, you end up doing things over and over and over again. And each time you do it over and over and over again, it kind of gets worse. And this isn't to say like, oh, don't put in the reps, don't try something over and over again. But as you do something and you you give it a try and it like kind of sucks, especially with musical takes or takes on a podcast or takes on you know when you're trying to make content something like that like the more you do the more you end up second guessing yourself and the more you get in your own head and then you start thinking about what you're doing from a third person well uh, not you this is what I do I don't know what the fuck goes on in your head some people are totally fine some people could just get in front of the thing and just go other people like shut down. I mean, they melt almost. Like some people, when you when they have to do stuff like this, they're like, they're about to have like a heart palpitation. And I don't get that. I just get this weird block where I start envisioning myself from the point of view of another person, and then I worry about whatever maybe they'll think or will they think it's good enough. And really, at the end of the day, like. I, nobody gives a fuck. Nobody really cares about what you're doing. And generally, if they do, it's not that important. So I guess really the main thing I'm trying to say is that I've been getting in my own way. 
And I am going to actively try to not do that. And one of the ways that I one of the ways that I do get in my own way is I set these rules, right? So like I take these different rules that other people have or that they put there that are just kind of guidelines. And instead of using it as a guideline, I use that as a rule. So like I'm learning how to do audio engineering even better. And when you're listening to this, you'll probably hear some room echo and stuff like that. And before I come into this, I'm like, well, maybe I should go into the other room and that has sound panels and do all this stuff. And then I tried recording in there and my fucking brain didn't work, just didn't, didn't fire. And so rather than like, rather than just sitting there and being like, well, I got to be in that room. So that way the audio sounds better. I'm just coming in this room where it doesn't sound as good, but I feel better about recording it. And I'm going to put this out there and I don't really care that much on this particular episode. If it sounds amazing or super crisp or whatever it might be, I just got to fucking do it because Every time I worry about the other stuff, then my brain shuts down and I can't think and I can't have like a stream of consciousness, which is what I want to put on a podcast. And like, you know, that's not for everybody. And, you know, I'd like to say I don't give a shit, but I do. I would like people to enjoy this. But I think also one of the things that I have to realize is that if I'm going to make something that people enjoy, I think more people are going to like it if I'm talking honestly, talking open, I'm, I'm being straightforward. They're going to enjoy that more than if I'm like stumbling over my words and I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about, but it sounds really nice. Like, Oh man, he sounded great. I didn't understand anything that he said and I found it very boring and dry, but you know, like that room and the microphone sounded awesome. It was like, all right, well, the chances of people listening to that versus this are actually, based on this episode, they're probably pretty similar. I mean, I'm just rambling. Who knows what the fuck I'm talking about? I actually can't even remember like three sentences ago. So we're just we're just going by feeling. But I think what, what made me realize this is because I go into Evernote and I, I write out my thoughts. And I guess yesterday morning, I just... I realized like I need to get out of the way. I need to get out of my own way, but I also need to get out of the way of the flow of the art, whatever the, whatever that art is. So let's take podcasting, for example. Like if I've got a thought, if I've got the thing that I want to express that I want to get off my chest, like rather than make everything perfect, go in the right room, do all these things, blah, 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 because it has to be perfect and I need to, have the sound quality that an audio engineer should have. And then if I don't have that, then everybody's going to know that you're a fraud and all these things. Like, who gives a fuck? Nobody cares. So go where the thought is. Get in the zone, set up a basic setup, and just get the idea out there. Then over time, you can refine it and do everything like that. Just like with music. I, I spend so much time telling myself why I can't start and I can't record and I can't do all these things like I I bought like a little drum set and I want to be able to play the real fucking drums and mic those up and learn how a real drum kit works. I was listening to this this artist his name's Quickly Quickly and I'm pretty sure that it's all made electronically but when you listen to the drum beats on this one album that he has um it feels like a real drum kit's playing. Like you get feel the drum kit breathing. You can feel 
the the way that the kick and the snare and the hi-hat all relate to each other. And it's really simple, but it's like he's got a fundamental understanding of those beats. And I've tried to do it with the electronic drum kit. I've tried to do it with the pads. I've tried to do all these things. And I'm just like, you know what? Let's let's get down to the most raw level of this and let's just record. Who gives a fuck if it sounds awesome or great or pristine or studio quality? Like, great. That's fine and all. But I I was hitting a wall because I'm using all this software that that recreates these drums and they sound like they're in a studio and oh my goodness, the plug-in, it's so good. And it's $400. And it's not about the money aspect of it. It's just like, it's very good quality. It can make something sound like a real drum kit. But the problem was it didn't feel like it had any life. It sounded like you were hearing a kit in a great studio. And that's fine. But uh, it just, I was trying to make this music and like, it just felt a little hollow. And I realized, like, you know, a lot of these earlier episodes of China on, like, there's some great episodes that we've done, and and it and it's awesome. Like, it's we've had a fucking blast. Matt and I have had a great time doing this, and then and then some of them were just uh, a little forced because I thought that that's what we should be doing. And I'm switching the camera while we're talking, and I think it's got to be this certain way because X, Y, and Z. And then it's like well, did it actually matter? Did people listen to it more because of that? Did it help us get more reach? Did it help us connect with an audience better? Like, no. All right. Well, why are we doing it then? Like, I don't know. And so I'm just, I'm just trying to simplify everything and I'm trying to move everything towards this. I don't care if it's as good or pristine or engineered perfectly like i'll do that for customers right i produce podcasts for people i'm gonna make this shit fucking great for them and that's fine but i don't care if this is perfect like i don't think that's why somebody would listen to this look i'm rambling for fucking who knows how long probably 10 minutes now about all this stuff like whatever you get the idea but the real question that I have for everybody is how come Matt is not doing his podcast he did one episode of pillars of virtue and he's just not doing any more episodes and the thing that bothers me is that he said he was going to do it and I made a cup that has the name on it and he's just not he's just not doing it you know I ordered a custom Yeti. One side says China on podcast. The other side says Pillars of Virtue. And that's the name of his podcast. And he's done one episode. And I keep asking him, hey, when's the next episode coming out? And he's like, oh, you know, I um, I went on this like, vacation. And then uh, my wife's friends were in town. So then I was kind of a little busy. And then um, my, my parents, they came in town. And then, so they were there, and then, I know they left, and then a couple months passed by, and then I was going to do it again, but then my parents ended up coming back into town again, and so, like, I couldn't necessarily really totally 
do it because then I had to work on making the wall in my house have these little wood pieces because I love carpentry, but I haven't even done carpentry in a little while. And so that's pretty much every conversation I have with Matt around why he hasn't done his podcast. It sounds kind of like that. And his voice actually starts sounding like that when he when he talks about it. So it's 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 just like a weird weird defense mechanism and it just goes back to the point from earlier. He's he's just getting in his own way and he's not going with the flow. And you can tell he's not going with the flow. It's almost like there's a river flowing and he's built a dam but the dam is like somewhere between like somewhere right in the back of his nose. And as the water rises and it builds up, he starts talking like this because that like the dam is kind of blocking like the back piece of his nose and like a little bit of air is still getting through. And and then um, and then a little bit of excuses kind of come through the dam. And that's why that's happening. And and that's you know, that's. That's all I'm hearing when when I hear him talk about this stuff is like, you know, he basically took this cup and he threw it out the fucking window, and that's that's how I feel about it. And that's and that's really all I have to say about that side of things. And you know, kind of as we're wrapping up here, I do want to touch back in on the pod inbox side of things. So uh, we had great response with that last time. Um, we got a bunch of donations, so. We kind of talked about it. We were trying out the monetization feature for Pod Inbox. And so we had about 13 people send us the $3,000. And then we had, I think only two people sent us the $2,500. Um, and man, I mean, the work that we're doing with that is, it's nuts. It's out of control. So, I mean, the impact that we're going to have locally, I won't say globally yet, but regionally with this money. I mean, we're going out. We're we're making change in ways that matter. We're we're having an impact in areas that you wouldn't necessarily expect. And we're trying to do this a little unconventional because we don't necessarily trust the conventional means. So look, go to go to www.podinbox.com slash chine on. Just go, if you want to donate one, two, or three dollars, that's fine, but that's not, you're not making an impact. You got to really, if you want to do this, do it right. Give us three thousand dollars. You'll be entered into the program. I promise it'll change your life. Um, you know, and a lot of people want to know about the details of it. You know, we had the people that signed up. They said, okay, well, let, let's get rolling. Let's make an impact. And, and that's exactly what we said back to them is let's get rolling. Let's uh, let's make an impact. We're going to make a splash here with this money. I'm telling you. So, um, you know, go on www.podinbox.com slash China on donate that money. It's and, and don't even think of it as a donation. Like I said, it's an investment. It's an investment in yourself and you're really going to change the world. And so last time we talked about um, how my friend Bill used to be a huge piece of shit and then he donated uh, again, not donate, but he really invested $50,000 of his own money. And some of that was his family's money. Some of it he borrowed from his sister that she did have for um, her son's college fund. And and then there was also uh, home equity line of credit. And so 
he was able to put all this together and oh and then i think he did uh he did something with his car with the loan i think refinanced car or something like that but he he did all this stuff he put it all together you know it was a lot of work and it was a lot of it felt like a lot of risk for him but he did it and then he he turned his life around with that investment and look so i'm let me place actually no you know what we had a caller oh we had a we have a message right on our our china our china on pod inbox all right let's play this real quick let's see who this is Guys, I think what you're doing is tremendous on the show. That's why I'm going to donate $50,000 through your pod inbox and do what you did for your friend Bill. He was a real loser before that, and uh, I think you turned him around, so good job. Wow. Wow. Former President Trump there on the phone. Thank you, sir. I appreciate the $50,000. We're going to take this, and we're going to run with it. We're going to see if we can do anything more like that for somebody like Bill Look, I know that he was a real loser before. We we kind of all know that. I think almost everybody knows that. At least if you're in Southwest Florida, Tampa, probably in Orlando, they already knew about it. But the fifty thousand is going to go a long way. So, thank you, sir. I appreciate that. And if you if you really want to do yourself, your country a service, go in. You don't need to do fifty thousand. I mean, Trump's a billionaire, so it makes sense. And it's more philanthropic, but at this point, do 3000 put 3000 into the donation and you're going to be golden. So I hope you guys enjoy. I hope we've shamed Matt into doing more episodes of his podcast and we'll go from there. Toodaloo.